Okay, we continue in learning the Sefer by Yam Darkecha. We're on the essay dealing with the uh, Oneg Shabbos and eating the Shabbos meals. We're on page Tuf Dalid, um, subsection Yud. So after describing the purpose of eating more on Shabbos and what the meals are all about and how it's a different, it's not a battle as it is during the week. So the other continues and says, oh, I'm sorry, we're on page Tuf Hay, Tuf Hay by Yud Aleph. So he says, Lemaisa, everything depends on the level of the person. Because even though there is the power of the holiness of Shabbos, and a person can eat a lot, and in general everything is holy, but that's only for someone who merited to have his own perfection of Kedusha Shabbos, and having the perfection of the extra soul that you have. In other words, you've been working on this during the whole time. But for other people, they still have to do this Avodas Berur, as we talked about during the weekdays, and specifically, they need to do Berur, which means that in general, everybody feels godliness in his eating. Mm -hmm. And the power of taiva is not evil on Shabbos. But a person has to be very careful, everyone according to his level. Okay? And especially, in other words, you have to know what level you're on. If you really haven't prepared a lot, so in fact you're eating a lot isn't really doing much for anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in the footnote, Reish Samach Vav, he says, and this is a second answer to the famous question that's asked. Oh, I think I said this one already. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I was here yesterday. Uh, well, he mentioned it a second time over here. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, a second answer. Mm-hmm. We already did the first answer. How is it allowed to do borer on Shabbos? Remember, you're, you're not allowed to borer on physical borer. What about the spiritual borer? You're separating the spiritual sparks from uh, the holy sparks. So, and the overall answer is that, uh, the, that in general, everything is good. And therefore, this is considered ochel mitoch ochel. Food from food, which is okay, but it, but if really very 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 focused, there's a little bit of evil that has to be separated, mm-hmm. but it's not considered like really psolus. In other words, if you have something that you really don't want, it's really not good. You know, bones, chicken bones, that's psolus. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to pull out the chicken bone from the food, right? So we could say there's a lot of evil. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, klipos mm. we're trying to get rid of. But on Shabbos, there's no klipos. There's no klipos. And therefore, there's nothing to separate. Now, even though maybe there's a little bit of evil, but that's not so different that that's considered psalis. So everything depends on the level of the person, depending on how much you have reached higher levels. But then he says this all, this all applies especially to the prayer that you have before you eat. That the more you purify yourself during prayer, 
then there is more power to eat in the right way, as will be elaborated on in the next uh, essay. For example, even eating a Korban Pesach, which is holy meat, but still, the rabbis say, <coughs> we know the ways of Hashem are straight, but there's still a reality that sinners will stumble in it. Meaning to say that if the person himself has not repaired himself and his animalistic soul gets much more strong, powerful than him, then even eating holy meat, there's a danger he could fall in the eating of that as well. And therefore, everyone has to evaluate himself and not fall into the, to the uh, trickery of the Yetzirah, but try with all your effort to eat with holiness, with holy thoughts. And if you feel you're falling into lustful eating, you should stop eating a little bit. But the main thing in Lamaisa is to eat slowly and to hold back your hand while you're eating. Don't go fast. When you go slow, it's much easier for you to control your thoughts and the power of your soul will succeed in sanctifying what you are doing. Okay, so uh, let's move on to the Sikum in Yud Beis, the conclusion that Onik Shabbos is, is eating through Dvekas and holy thoughts or in a way that he places his heart to take pleasure from the spark that's in there and think that the source of the spark is Hashem or one should connect to Hashem through praising Him through the pleasure that you have or that the person should use the pleasure as an opening to the power of delight of the soul and from there, from more pleasure he gets more delight from Hashem, which is the true <coughs> pleasure. And to make that Kalvachomer thought, if a little spark can give you uh, so much pleasure, all the more so, you can get so much pleasure from the source of that spark, which is an infinite reality. And through those holy thoughts, the physical delight will turn into a spiritual delight with Hashem. And that is how you make repairs to the physical world, that it should not be considered something separate from Hashem. But rather, the person with his thoughts is tying everything into Hashem and revealing that everything is only Hashem. And the, and the opposite, the physical world assists us in revealing the power of Hashem. <coughs> and that's the un ultimate unity that we're trying to achieve on Shabbos. And on Shabbos, it's a lot easier to reach that level because the Klippas don't have that power. And the opposite, the infinite light and the Jewish soul is what's uh, illuminating more so. You have to be careful of the HR, everyone according to his levels. And one who has not repaired himself, you still will have to battle with the HR. So you have to daven to Hashem to help you and make efforts to eat slowly, concentrating, thinking, presence of mind, to bind his soul to the source of everything and to delight in the Kedusha. Okay, now we go to Mamar Beis and the author tells us in the right first footnote or on page Tov Ches, the first footnote he says, even though there's going to be a lot of review of what we just said, but I've given extra advice and uh, therefore we've established it as a separate, separate mimer. 
but uh, he really gives a beautiful marshal here that will, something we should uh, think about this Shabbos, which will help us. So he starts with the following. He says, again, it's a, it's a clear halacha. A person has to delight in the physical aspects on Shabbos. It's a mitzvah. And of course, one could reflect and ask, but it's such a spiritual day. We should be separated from all physicality and at least not make it a mitzvah and obligation to be involved with the physical world so much. And the Baal Shem Tov explains the mitzvah of delighting in the physical world is that through delighting in the physical world, the soul is able to rejoice more with the dveikas of Hashem. Mm -hmm. okay. How is that? Well, let's think about it. What's the purpose of God putting physical pleasure in the world? It's not just for the sake of the physical pleasure, but that through that, the neshama will succeed to get closer to Hashem. That's what everything in this world is for. And he gives a beautiful mushal. This is the mushal you should try to uh, meditate on as we come into the Shabbos. The mushal is to a prince who is in captivity by the enemy for a long time. And then he gets a letter from his father, it gets smuggled in while he's in captivity, that the father, the king says, do not despair and don't forget that you are the prince. And soon, soon you will be freed. So now, when the prince gets this letter, he's very happy. However, there was nobody else to share the happiness with him. To dance and to sing. Because that's the best news he could hear. His father didn't forget about him. I'm going to come. I'm working on it. Don't forget, you're still a prince. If he'll just get up and dance and rejoice by himself, people are going to make fun of him. What are you doing? What are you so happy about? He doesn't want people to mock him. So what does he do? He gets a bottle of schnapps to all the other prisoners. He gives them some schnapps so they get in a happy mood. Okay. And they get happy and now he wants to dance and they're happy to dance with him. Now, there's two different reasons why they're dancing. He's dancing because he got the good news. They're dancing because they got good schnapps. So, so what's the reality? The reality is the soul wants to rejoice on Shabbos. The soul wants to get close to Hashem. Because on this day, the light illuminates more so. And, that, and, and the soul wants to get close to Hashem. But he's found inside of a body... And that influences his feelings. So therefore, we have to make the body happy. Give the body what it wants so it doesn't feel like it's missing anything. Because if the body feels it's missing something, it's going to disturb. And therefore, we even add to the physical pleasure. So the pleasure of the body, um, the animalistic soul, will assist the spiritual soul to express its simcha properly. So therefore, the pleasure for the physical is only to assist the main pleasure, which is Dveikas Tashem. You want your body to be happy with your soul as the soul is happy. Okay, very important rule. But he takes this much, much further. In the next subcategory, Bayes, 
He says, from these words, this is all the marshal of the Baal Shem Tov. So we see a, a very important fundamental point. The essence of Shabbos is a day of pleasure, as the Navi says, Vikarasal Shabbos Oneg. And the true Oneg is, a, 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 is the essential connection we have with Hashem. And that connection is the merit to, uh, to be, he says, Veschus, Lichios Ito Esachayim Vesimchemes. Is for a person to live a life of true joy. That is the, the great merit and the reason to have Tveikas. Now really, the soul always wants to rejoice with Hashem and to cling to Hashem and to delight in Hashem. But during the six days of the week where all the Olam Haza aspects are surrounding him, they are distancing him from living the trueness of God. And there's pressure to fight against nature that's pulling him away. And therefore, the neshama, the holy soul, which is in this world, it's like the, the prince who's in captivity. And he almost forgets that he's a prince. So on Shabbos, when the light opens up and the soul awakens to remember its source and grasps on to the proper view on the world, that it's all Hashem. And besides Hashem, it's all vanity of vanities. And therefore, he wants to leave the vanities and return back to Hashem with great vacas to live the life of the soul. Right? That's the point. We forget that we are princes. So this first point of Shabbos Kodesh is for us to remember we're the prince and to be in that reality that I'm a chelak elokami malam, a portion of God on high, and my true life is with Tveikas Vashem. The prince knows my true life is to be in the kingdom and to be near my father and to be the prince. And that's what we have to know, to know to be who we really are. And Shabbos is like a letter from Hashem. And this is what the letter of Shabbos says. I should really translate this into English and I should send it out. It says like this. <laughs> you are my son and I am with you. I have not forgotten you and you should not forget me. Live the truth, which is the true reality that you have. And all the fallings that you're having and all the distance that you may experience does not change the essence of your essence. That you are a Ben Olam Haba. You are someone destined for the world to come. You're the son of the king, elevated beyond all nature and the vanities of the world. That's the letter that you should read every Shabbos. And when the Jew reads the letter, hears this, he's full of simcha because the light is being revealed. The, the source of the simcha and pleasure, as we know the Zohar says on the Pesach, power and joy are in God's place. And we are in God's place. And that's what the soul is looking for, to receive the light and to connect with his Father in heaven. Okay. But Lamaisa, in spite of the fact that the prince has received the letter, but he's not back in the king's palace. He still found himself in captivity with people who don't understand the source of the joy. 
So therefore, even though the soul has aroused itself, it can't reach its perfection because we're still in Olam Hazah. And the soul depends a lot on the desires of the body who has a much lower um, focus in reality. So what's the solution? Make all the people around us happy according to their way. Give them a little schnapps until they begin to dance. And then they can have happiness with the king as well. So therefore the same thing. Don't smash the body and say you're going to suffer. It's a holy day. But bring the body into the picture and give it joy according to its ability. And then the soul will be able to rejoice with Hashem and to illuminate the light, the true light, without any disruptions. Because the physical pleasure that the body enjoys assists in the pleasure of the soul in its Tveikas to Hashem. And therefore... We have to understand the difference between the Avoda and Shabbos and the Avoda of the seven days of the week, six days of the week. On the weekdays, when this prince has still not gotten the letter and he's in a lowly state and this tremendous concealment of his father, he might, what do you do if you, you, know, you, go, you go to the work, work camps? Mm-hmm. You got to do all this work. So he has, he has a test of a battle to overcome the difficulties. Because he's amongst all these things. You know, he, he, he's, he's treated like garbage. Not like a prince. He has to fight and remember, he's a prince. Even though he is a prince, he has to contend with the concealment. And he has to be in the darkness. And it's, he has to fight to not be swallowed up and drowning in lies. Because the natural feeling is, he feels like he's part of the world. And therefore he has to fight to not be seduced into that. But on Shabbos, when it's renewed and aroused, his reality of being the prince, then all his feelings change because he feels, I am the prince. I am essentially spiritual. And now the, the light of my father is being revealed to me, so I feel that I have nothing to do with everything around me. And I don't have to fight with this loneliness because I understand my reality is, is totally somebody else. I don't feel part of them as I felt during the week. And therefore, in conclusion, in the six days of the week, a person must engage with the world. It's hard for him to live a spiritual reality. He has to fight with the physical realities so he doesn't get drowned in them. But on Shabbos, it's not a time of war. It's a day of the soul where it's a day where you're connected to Hashem, a day of simcha and joy of an inner kind. And in that, the person can succeed in seeing himself as a soulful individual and to understand that's his reality and that's his life and that's what he invests himself in and delights in. And therefore, he doesn't have to fight with the Gashmis. He's living with spirituality. And therefore... He doesn't value the Gashmias and all these disgusting things. Ah, but even though he is the prince and he's living in a lofty way, way now and the soul is feeling the dvekus of spirituality because of the true light, but that has no, and no connection to physicality, but at the end of the day, he's still not in the king's palace. The soul still lives with the physical body that has its lower pull.
And therefore, you've got to make the body happy. Don't fight it. If I have to fight, I won't be happy. But therefore, but I don't want to be pulled after it. I want to live like a soul. And therefore, on the side, I'll give the body what it wants to. Okay, that's, that's what's going on. And therefore, we can learn the right way of viewing the physical pleasure. Oynik Shabbos, the real Oynik Shabbos, the real delight of Shabbos is the connection and feeling of vitality with Hashem Yisbarach. And that is the real Oneg, the real Simcha that we have over here. Okay? And that's what the soul feels. Okay? And that is the real Oneg and Simcha. And the physical pleasures is just a supplementary thing. And therefore, we have to understand, don't allow our indulging, our physicality of pleasure, don't let that be part of the essential as an independent mitzvah. You have to remember the main mitzvah on Shabbos is spiritual, of connecting to Hashem. But by the way, we have to give the body its due. And if a person enters to have pleasure from the physical pleasure as the goal, and you forget the true spiritual light, you're like, you know what you're like? And you know, you say, oh, I can't wait for Shabbos. The best food is coming. <laughs> sushi, dragon roll sushi. Oh, the best, best food in the world. It's unbelievable. I can't wait for this great meal. You know what you're like? Let's change the analogy a little bit. You're like the prince mm -hmm. who's drinking the schnapps with the other prisoners, but he forgot all about the letter. He forgot about all the feelings of closeness. You know why he's dancing? Mm -hmm. Same reason everybody else is dancing, because the schnapps taste good. Then you've already removed the entire goal of the drinking. The whole point of the drinking was to help you, but it wasn't the goal. He gives a beautiful analogy. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, it's been a while since you've been married, yeah? Mm -hmm. Since you got married. Never got married. Okay, tell me, what did you have for the main course? No idea. <laughs> did you have the main course? I don't think so. I don't, think so. Around, I don't think so. I had the main course, yeah, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and I even ate my wife's portion because she didn't eat it. Okay. But I don't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Do you remember the wedding? Yes, yes. Do you remember you danced? Yes, yes. Remember who you danced with? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> remember the music you walked down to? Yes. Yes? Probably. Yes. I did. There's certain beautiful memories I have of my wedding. I don't know what the venue was. I walked around tables, remember that? Well, I didn't even walk around tables. We were just dancing the whole time. I remember my friends who were dancing with me. Question, why can't you remember the menu? Yeah, the food, yeah. The answer is because you have focused on a much more important thing, your wife, your friends, the joy of the mitzvah, right? And therefore, uh, obviously, of course you ate the meal, you enjoyed the meal, and of course, if you you know you were fasting, and I was fasting yeah, until the yeah, wedding, for sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. and then you have to eat something, you have kayak to dance and everything. Yeah. Okay, so imagine 
if the guy only goes to the wedding and the only thing he's thinking about is the main dish. So therefore, really, the chassan isn't even a chassan. Because he's not the guy feeling he's getting married. He's like, he feels like he's one of the guests. Now, when I went to the last wedding I went to, uh, recently, I know everything I ate, man. <laughs> Whoa, that was an amazing meal. You know why? Because I wasn't the chassan. And I was hungry. I flew in from Toronto. We didn't eat anything the whole day. It was a lot of food. And, you know, I, I can tell you everything that happened there. And I, I can tell you also about the dancing and things like that. But I, you know, but, but I wasn't the chassan, so that's okay. I was misameach the chassan, but I was not the chassan. Very important point. So, like, Shabbos is a marriage. It's like re the renewal. So... You're thinking about the meal so much? So that's so important. And that's a big lesson, you know, when you're getting ready to get married, you're preparing. Don't make a big deal of the florist and the band and all these other things. They're, they're, they're important. It's, it's meant to keep the body in check. But don't overdo it. It's not the goal. The goal is the wedding. The goal is to come home with the collar. Okay? Even if the food is lousy and the band is lousy and everything's lousy... As long as you're coming home with the kala, you've achieved the goal. Mm -hmm. Now, you can have a great band, great food, and all that. Imagine you have all that and get a big fight with your kala uh -oh. and <laughs> before you're going to the hotel. And she said, I'm going to my parents. Uh -oh. Yeah, that's not good. But it was a great wedding. Yeah, everything was well, amazing. It doesn't work. So now, with this in mind, so the, in the next section, he says a really great idea. And if a person will say, okay, when I'm davening on Shabbos, when I'm learning on Shabbos, that's when the soul gets aroused. That's when the soul has its pleasure. But during the meal, it's designated to make the body happy. So it seems that davening and learning is one type of reality. And now, like we've, we've done a partnership. Okay, I'm going to let the soul be happy. I got to shul at 8 o'clock. From 8 to 11.15, I want the soul to be happy. Now we have a kiddush. From 11.15 to 12.30, I want the body to be happy. Okay? And then I want to take a nap. I want the body to be happy a little more. Then I'll come back to shul. I'll let the soul be happy. And then we'll have shalashudas. And the body will be happy. Okay? That's a big mistake. Because the goal of the physicality and the physical pleasure is not the goal. It has nothing to do by designating its time. If it's a goal, you designate the time. Like I can designate davening time. I can designate learning time. I can designate meditation time. They're all the same category. But you have to look at the meal not as its own goal, mm -hmm. but as a direct outcome of prayer. It's a continuation of the prayer. Because now that the soul has got its jolt in the positive way, and it feels the light even more, so you don't want that jolt to stop, but let that jolt of spirituality spill over into the physical aspect of the meal. And the whole goal of the Suda is to 
continue the spiritual joy even when the soul is now confronting the body. That the prince is happy not only in his own heart when he reads the letter, he's reading the letter during davening and learning, but now when I'm with other people, when I'm having a meal, I'm with the other captives. And if everybody's going to be happy, I'm going to be happy. So therefore, the meal is not a break. I can take a break from Shabbos. It's not a time of rest from the spiritual work that you had during davening. I mean, it's a big job. It's a direct continuation of the prayers. And that's how we merit to reach Dveikus that was there during the prayers and should continue. And the whole physical picture of the Shabbos meal that has so many halachos is to increase the, the light of the neighbors of Shabbos. And that's why we have, we have all these halachas of, of having it like Friday night, candles, nice, nice uh, plates and silverware, good tasty food. That's all what? So the body has tranquility and pleasure to help with the dvekas of the soul and its joy. But if you think the goal of physical pleasure is the goal of Olmec Shabbos, then you have basically nullified the whole reason for the whole mitzvah of Olmec Shabbos. And therefore, they tell the story where Rabbeinu Tam, one of the Balaitosos, that when he was learning, he would be having next to him a plate of golden coins. You know why? Because seeing he's got a lot of wealth, it makes him feel at ease. And it helps him understand his learning. But it was only a side thing. It wasn't to look and, oh, I'm a rich man and think how rich I am and it's amazing and good and all these amazing things. That's not it. And therefore, he says, you have to string yourself. Don't forget the goal. Don't fall into the supplementary. Don't get yourself totally drowned into the physical pleasures. And of course, the biggest question, how do I do that? How do I succeed to eat and have pleasure and to remain clinging to Hashem like I did during davening? And the eights are how to succeed and to hold on to that loftiness even when you're eating is don't take the Gashmias for the sake of Gashmias. Stand strong where you're at and that the physical pleasure is only an assist to the truly lofty simcha and really, in and of itself, has no value. If you look at the physical part of the Shabbos as a goal, then you're in danger to fall completely. But if you understand with, uh, with Beirur as well, that the eating is a continuation of the prayer, and a continuation of spiritual service, then you can remain with that Vegas. I'll have to stop it here, unfortunately, because the next section is... Derek Lemaise, how are you going to achieve that in actuality? That we're going to have to wait till Monday.